Yo, what's happening? I'm in my hour again, putting it down as easy as Sunday morning. I got about 40 minutes left. I've been on Indeed.com looking up jobs. I've been to one university website to look at the program, but then I got sidetracked because there was a article that said that their president had was a silence and voices on campus at the, I guess the communications um, school as far as um, writing anything negative about um, President Trump during 2019 and then I clicked out of it <clears throat> said let me try to do this let me do another recording let me see if I can be consistent and I spent about three or four hours talking to my dad this afternoon and the topic was golf which is where we usually spend hours talking to each other about the game talking about what we learned talking about different things trying to put our games together and um, golf theory things that we see on um, articles online uh, what I see in, as far as pictures and videos on I, Instagram <clears throat> and uh, I got off work today I took an exam I feel like I passed the exam I'll know the results probably by Friday and uh, I really was happy that I recorded yesterday especially what I was feeling yesterday because today I feel like I overcame a lot of that fear I feel that talking to my aunt that I text yesterday well I didn't talk to her we just text uh, yesterday I uh, called my sister yesterday during lunch and everything they had to say to me was what I needed to hear yesterday and my aunt uh, texted me today and was trying to make sure that I was okay. And uh, I feel a lot better mentally than I did yesterday. And even my homeboy, he sent me a text. And he had uh, one of those little motivational videos from YouTube. And I told him, don't nobody want to hear that shit. <laughs> so um, today is a better day mentally for me. And physically, I decided after work to go swing the golf club in the backyard. And then I had seen something when I was on the toilet shitting this morning. It was a picture, and it showed proper alignment of the club on the target line. <clears throat> and I hadn't been doing it the way the picture showed, but I was doing it the wrong way. Um, there was two pictures. It was the correct proper setup and the... Uh, incorrect setup and when I saw the incorrect I was like damn that's how I set up so I was back there after work today swinging and I was thinking damn this shit's kind of feeling effortless and um I said fuck it I'm gonna go to the golf range so me and my dad was talking while I was in the backyard he was telling me damn yeah Juan I, I heard about that blah 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 as far as the alignment and I was like, man, it looked close. The face looks real close to me. And um, he was like, yeah, but if you put an alignment stick down, it'll be on the target line. So I was like, man, I want to go see it. So I went to the range. 
spent about an hour there um an hour and a half maybe I did like 15 minutes on the green uh putting green and the rest was at the range and when I started I still was um duffing the ball taking uh early extensions in the downswing and I'm talking to my dad the whole time and he trying to coach me and I'm thinking everything he's saying I'm doing it right before he says it and it was funny because me and him talk about stuff so much that we say the same things over and over again that I already know what he's gonna say or vice versa we'll be saying the same thing in the reverse because he's right-handed but he golfs uh going left-handed and uh everything is reversed in our minds when we have to talk to each other because the visual perceptions is what get it gets in the way when you're trying to do something and be in motion and be present in the moment and we both agreed that it's our eyes that's what's messing us up and I thought about it deeply and uh, even right now I think about how short-sighted I was yesterday yet I knew I was short-sighted but I was just so stressed out I was so down I was so fearful that the opposite of today and seeing how what we can see immediately is what brings us about stresses and brings us into a mode of panic or into stalling us out from uh, going forward in our life. So I, I listened to my dad about finding, finding a posture and finding a stance that you feel comfortable in. And then I found something, but I never knew how to do it. And I, he said, don't look down at your feet, just get into it. And I did, and I went to my backswing, and it felt cool. And then I went in the downswing, and I made some real good contact with the ball. But it wasn't on the, the line that I wanted. It was a, a push to the right. And I was like, uh, this is what the fuck I've been doing. And then something clicked in my head where it was like, keep your triangle. And when you keep your triangle, you kind of keep your trail arm closer to your rib cage. And you stay kind of connected with your body. Not so connected that you can't move your arms, but just keeping that sequencing. So I tried that the second time and my dad is still talking to me, trying to tell me what to do. And I'm like, cool, whatever. I'm doing my thing because I, I mean, I'm listening to him, but I'm also trying to do what I need to do. And I sat there in my mind and I said, this feels good, but it doesn't look right. So I said, don't I'm not going to look at my feet. I'm just going to set up to the ball and I'm visualizing the target line that I'm my imaginary line that I created. And I said, okay, I'm set up. I'm square. It's ain't the right way. I'm in a comfortable position just go and do what feels natural. And when I did that, I came through, completed the swing. It felt effortless. It felt great. I didn't feel off balance. None of my feet spun out like I usually do. And that contact on the ball felt great. 
the drive out was awesome. And I said, damn, I wonder if I can do it again. So I did. And I switched clubs. I was duffing my six iron. I was fucking irritated because the six iron is pretty much my nemesis in golf. That and the three wood. And um, I said, do the same swing you just did with the driver. And I did. And I came through flush and it went. And I told my dad, man, yeah, everything that we talked about, I'm doing it right now. I don't know what it looks like, but I'm doing it. It feels good. And I feel relaxed. I felt more at peace. And I don't know if it was like the stressors from thinking, oh, I got to take an exam today. I really wasn't worried about the class because it's, the class is not hard. I already read the material a month and a half before it even had got scheduled to take this exam and, and to do this course that I went through this week. And I think the slowness and the monotony of getting up and studying and going here, listening to this person, not really doing things on my own account or adjusting things to my schedule the way that I would like it to be and following somebody else's schedule that I kind of got short-sighted and got into the mental dungeon that I created for myself and didn't know how to dig my way out of the pit, didn't know how to unlock the doors or try to climb through the the mental prison that I put myself in. And today I felt the exact opposite. And then I even felt a little guilty that my aunt was hitting me back because <clears throat> I was like, man, I kind of reached out to people and I normally wouldn't. I usually would probably drink beer. I don't drink alcohol no more. Um, as far as, uh, hard liquor, I should say, I, beer is alcohol. I'm stupid, but, um, I usually would try to find substances or some activity to take my mind off of what was bothering me instead of trying to address or figure out why I was in a position or in a mental state such as yesterday. So today I feel better. I don't know what tomorrow will bring. Every day is a challenge. And I had a breakthrough in my golf game. Um, I, I feel like I passed that exam. I probably know I probably did very well on it. And um, I said, I'm not, I didn't, I didn't complain about the job today. I didn't complain about getting up early. Um, I fed the pets. They both in here with me. I got my co-host Eris sitting right by me and then her big brother King is fucking shaking right now because he's asleep. Um, but they both in here with me. And normally they'll be here to help me get through tough times such as studying when I was in college. And I tell people that Eris is my therapy pet and King is just my baby. I gotta do everything for this fucking dog. I gotta take him out, pick his shit up. Wash him, take him to the doctor, give him his medicine. Speaking of that, I need to give him his eye drops before I fucking forget. But um, I really, uh, I really needed to talk to the people I talked to yesterday. Um, talking to my dad today, I knew he he would not necessarily have the words or the nurturing and, and uh, patience. I, um that I needed to hear or that I just needed to receive from somebody else.
just us talking mindlessly about golf <laughs> or mindfully, I should say, because we always um, we always have good conversations when it when it comes to golf and, and anything else that we have a shared interest in like any other normal person. But I mean, we talk about everything, but mostly we talk about golf now because that's what both of us are doing. And then like, it's weird to never think about ever doing something in your life and to abruptly start doing it and then become so attached to it. Cause, uh, I never thought I would be a golfer. I always thought that was a white man's sport. It's too expensive. They don't let black people on golf courses. And I mean, now I'm, I'm, I'm hooked. I love it. I love being also in, uh, the courses, seeing rabbits, seeing eagles, seeing falcons, seeing, uh, little bear squirrels. Cause they got some big ass squirrels in, uh, Orlando and, uh, all the different wildlife that you get to see skunks and ducks and owls uh you see all kind of animals in uh, florida but also just being in tune to see the grass seeing the water seeing the sky being out in the rain because it rains off and on here it's uh very relaxing and then having to perform something and wanting to perform very well but never getting to achieve that <laughs> is uh is the challenge in uh golf and it's uh, also a mental challenge and i use it as an outlet but it wasn't working for me this this uh fall really uh, i think because golf is more of a mental and physical combination if you're not doing it well that can make you pissed off and I have not been doing well at all. And we are our own worst critics. So when I am performing well in anything in life, I'm usually still trying to chip away and and say, oh, well, it ain't all that. And you could do better or you could have did this or you you supposed to be doing that. So why try to even take that in as an accomplishment? And today I feel like I had a breakthrough mentally and I had a breakthrough on my golf game. And I am, a, am appreciative that I have people that I can talk to. I'm appreciative now seeing that before I would never go and like try to speak to my sister because I didn't want to stress her out. Whatever, you know, everybody got their own problems. I hate bringing problems to people and, uh, my old coworker and now my homeboy, he says, I don't hear you bringing me no solutions. <laughs> um, I'd like to be a solutions person. I don't want to be a problems person. And sometimes I think we have to accept that we are going to have to come and ask for help. We are going to have to rely on somebody else to push us, somebody else to pick us up, hug us from a distance and, and, uh, just to allow a spirit to shower into you or to shower on you and, uh, refill your spirit. And also being there for somebody 
they will need that showering back into the universe and into their spirit. So right now I'm in a good place because I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and I'm not afraid of it. I'm also seeing that the fear comes from hard work. I'm a hard worker when it comes to physical things. When it comes to things that I can easily, I know as soon as I see it, I'm like, ah, I can do that. The fear steps into, can I sit on this mic and say something that's worthwhile? I can't right now. I'm just now starting. But if I keep doing it every day, I'm going to eventually become very, very good at doing it. I'm going to be able to know what notes to hit, what what phrasing I need to do. Stop saying, um, all the fucking time. And maybe if my creativity grows, I will also be able to have my comedic ideas start flowing again. Having my, um, musical interest. Cause I'm, I'm thinking about like, man, I would like to sample certain songs when I hear them and I would like to do mashups of them or just even make my own, um, my own beats i don't know what to say uh what the proper term is for making your own beats with you know usually people like yeah i make beats you know what i'm saying um and i do i would like i would love if i had instruments i would love to learn how to play the drums guitar piano um i have interest in it but i have that fear of not being able to start it and keep doing it and that's right now I'm, I'm realizing that everybody has to overcome it. But now I'm realizing that it is something that has stunted my growth as a creative and stunted my growth as far as looking for other options and finding something that is going to help me be able to produce a product that I will be able to sell in the future or produce a service that will help other people in the future so i'm trying to figure out what the fuck this podcast shit is all about and then i'm also trying to remain open to go where i need to be going and to explore and push the boundaries of my own uh thinking and hopefully uh you choose to do the same. And with that, I still got 22 minutes left with my one hour of productivity, my one hour of research, my one hour of doing something that I'm normally not going to do. My one hour of challenging myself to be consistent in something, challenging myself into I'm just going to sit down and watch three hours of TV or I'm going to read a, a book you know I'm trying to fill this one hour slot just one hour a day into being as productive as possible without having the requirements of doing something for a job and I usually read <laughs> at least two or three books a year and I have like two or three books for my mom and then I have a for my old co-worker that's now my homeboy he gave me a book I have to be in a very interested mode to read. And I really don't like reading fiction. And I think a couple of them are fiction books. But I'm going to try to at least 
read every book that I was gifted this year by the end of next year because I'm not going to put no crazy time frame on it because I don't know what the hell is going to be happening because I'm in my cocoon stage right now. I'm in my planning period. I'm trying to see what are tangible things that I could be doing. What are actionable um, plans that I can do? What can I do? What can I do? Can I go do this? Can I do that? What do I need to do to do that? And what's the time frame of time frame of completion? And I like to complete things. I don't like to sit there and be like, oh, I'm a meander in this shit. Unlike this podcast right now, I'm meandering, but I'm just getting my thoughts out. I'm trying to make sure that I'm releasing and not bottling up any emotions, not bottling up any lingering thoughts that's going to instill and keep the fear outside of me, getting it out, not allowing it to build a foundation inside my brain. So hopefully you do what you got to do to help yourself out of a rut and that I'm not just up here speaking gibberish to you, but this has been another little episode for Keys on Trees. This is episode tres. I'm also doing my little Spanish lessons in between my break times at work probably need to do Spanish lessons for the last 19 minutes because that'll probably suck up that time. But anyways, this has been your keys on trees for tonight. Peace.